excited about that number one overall pick, and then your team is being a bunch of jerks, and they're trying to pry that away from them. They want Joe Burrow. The Dolphins apparently want Joe Burrow. How much uh, how much weight do you put into those reports out there that the Bengals are trying to, or that the Dolphins are trying to put something together to take that number one overall pick? Look, I, I put it this way: um, the Dolphins like Joe Burrow. I think they really want him. But look, I, I want a Lamborghini. That doesn't mean that I'm going to be able to go get it. I think that's probably what you can equate this situation to. I think the Dolphins, they, if, if everything was ideal, Joe Burrow would be, you know, very high on their draft board. But I think that it's not realistic to think that they're going to be able to trade up for Joe Burrow. I, I don't know if Cincinnati would even listen to a call. But even if they did, I think it would start at two and probably end with three first-round picks. And the Dolphins have a bunch of needs outside of quarterback. And they uh, have said time and time again that they didn't get that draft capital just to trade it all away. So even though they had the capital to make that big, bold move if they needed to, I just don't foresee that happening. So I think Bengals fans could rest easy. I don't expect that to happen on draft day. But why would they even entertain that idea when I mean if you think of the premise of coming into the see that tank for Tua and although they may not have ever said that that was their what they were doing but the tank for Tua thing kind of took off for obvious reasons and you're sitting with that number five pick and you can realistically take Tua now Tua you know his reports came out today uh, that all tests are, are positive as far as you know as his progression when it comes to him healing from the, from the hip surgery and everything what, why have the why have the Dolphins kind of backed off on Tua a bit or have they I don't think they fully backed off on Tua. I think they're trying to check their P's and Q's. I think the injury situation does make it a little murkier uh, because a lot of people are putting their jobs, putting their risk um, on this player, and they don't know for certain if he's going to ever be the same player. Uh, that being said, I still think that he's, he's the, the favorite to land into Miami. I think that they would love not to have to trade up for him. Um, I think that if everything checks out, which it sounds like it is, then I think that he is a guy they would love at five. I think the Joe Burrow thing starts for a couple of reasons. I think they, you know, they always have to check and do their due diligence just in case that he was, you know, not as hot as a lot of people thought they were on Joe Burrow. You got to see what the price is. But once you hear the price or, or if the Bengals hang up on your face, then you got to look at what's realistic and say, hey, who's the second best quarterback in the class? And I think for the Dolphins, it's Tua if he's healthy. And I think that's the only thing separating whether uh, they go get their guy. Now, let's say, again, just hypothetical here, that they pick up the phone just to do their due diligence, as you said. And let's say that all of a sudden, hey, you know, you call about that Lamborghini, and all of a sudden they're offering you that Lamborghini. And you're like, oh, crap, I didn't think I had a chance to get that. What if they have a chance to get that Lamborghini? What if the Bengals are dumb enough to say, absolutely, we'll take your three first-round picks? Then where do the Miami Dolphins stand, in your opinion? Well, I think it comes interesting. I, I, I still think it would be hard-pressed for the Dolphins to give up three first-round picks, for, even for the number one overall pick. I think if, if there's a situation where they can give up two in a second or two in two seconds or two and one next year, then I think that's something where you've got to say, wow, they're actually listening to our offer. Uh, but I, I just don't see that happening. I think if I was doing percentages, I would say 1% or less as that is the likelihood of happening. It's still a possibility, obviously, um, and I may write about it sometime in the next couple of weeks just to look at the possibility, the slim possibility, but I don't think it's anything at this point that should stress Bengals fans, and I think Dolphins fans definitely shouldn't count on that being uh, something that's going to happen. Where are the uh, Dolphins as far as the, the Cam Newton sweepstakes is considered? I think he's an interesting one to keep an eye on. 
I mean, are the Dolphins interested in that avenue at all? I mean, you go out and you get your quarterback like that, and you're taking a chance because he has to be healthy. But now you have three first-round picks, and you don't have to address your quarterback. Even with Ryan Fitzpatrick, you don't desperately have to address your quarterback this year. Uh, but have you covered anything at all in regards to where they stand with Cam Newton? Yeah, I think they're uh, not in on Cam Newton. I think they're they're very happy with Ryan Fitzpatrick as their veteran quarterback. They didn't show any interest in Tom Brady. A lot of people had connected them to Tom Brady, and they were satisfied. They thought that Ryan Fitzpatrick is the perfect bridge quarterback for whoever the rookie they're going to bring in. You want to do this right, um, Fitz is most likely going to end up starting week one, no matter who the starter is. So I think they want him to be the guy to, to help teach this rookie the game. So I don't think they're going to be in the Cam Newton sweepstakes. I think that Cam deserves a chance to actually play and uh, and be on a team that could believe that he may be their future. I just don't think that Miami is in position to, to give him that opportunity. Now, of course, one of the big things last year was the Josh Rosen uh, deal as well. That kid's been uh, through a lot, obviously. Where does he play? Where does he fall into plans? And is he, Can you label him a bust at this point? Um, the the crazy part about uh, Josh Rosen is that he's 23 years old. People forget he's actually younger than Joe Burrow is at this point um, by a couple of months. Um, but he's had a very topsy turvy career, and you know this is his. Uh, he's on his second team, going into his third year, onto his fourth offensive coordinator. Um, and if the Dolphins draft a quarterback like we expect, he's going to be a third wheel again. And I think that, you know, I was talking to somebody earlier about this. I think the Dolphins would trade him if they got something that was worth their while. I think last season uh, they gave him a run, and, you know, a few weeks into the regular season, they, they believed that he wasn't the answer. And now they're in a situation where they're finding somebody else who's new for the answer. So he's still cheap. He's still, um, you know, in a position where they can continue to develop him. But I don't think he's ever going to be the answer in Miami. And if he wants to be the answer elsewhere, the best chance is for him to be shipped somewhere else. Does the urgency for the Dolphins increase at all when you look at the fact that Tom Brady finally leaves that division after haunting it for two decades? Does that increase the urgency of, hey, maybe what started out as, hey, let's just use the next couple years to, uh, to rebuild and get better to where now with Tom Brady gone, does that change the direction or plans at all for the Dolphins? I don't know if it changes the urgency, but I definitely think that it, it, it opens up some eyes. You know, the big bad bully is no longer in the division. You know, it's, not, it's wide open. You know, you don't have to worry about knocking three times and the wolf's going to answer the door. There's no wolf. You know, you can walk right in and, and go to the porch and get whatever you want. Um, and it's wide open for the other three teams. So I, I think that you saw the Dolphins be really aggressive in free agency. Um, you know, signing Byron Jones, signing Shaq Lawson, uh, signing, you know, Kyle Van Noy, a lot of these pieces. And I think that they're, you know, probably still a year away from truly being, you know, uh, top contenders to compete in the AFC and the AFC East. Um, but I think that, that that turn is closer than uh, than a lot of people realize. And now with New England, not necessarily New England anymore with, with uh, without Tom Brady, that AFC East is finally going to become really competitive. Um, and it hasn't been for, for much of the last two decades. All right, we got Cameron Wolf, uh, Dolphins beat writer for ESPN with us here on the Justin Kinner Show. Cameron, I'll send you out with this. Again, you had the NFL draft coming up here in a few weeks. Uh, a lot of things are being adapted and changed, uh, just like everything is in all of our everyday lives, whether it's our job, whether it's our home life, whether it's how we spend time or not spend time with our families now. With that being said, from a reporter standpoint, how, how much different is your job going to be this year covering the draft versus in years past? I mean, are you just, everything's from home? I mean, or is it from the, the stadium? How is your job going to be impacted covering the draft this year by this? 
It's definitely going to be a lot different. I was thinking this morning what I, what I was going to have food plans for that draft because I haven't been at home for a draft since 2014. So I'm going to have to figure out what's the, what's the right menu item for me to have because there's not going to be any uh, team bringing out any food for me uh, this year. Uh, I, I'll probably end up being from all, at home. Uh, we usually go up to Bristol every year for a draft summit right before the draft, but that has been canceled. Um, so I, I think, you know, I'll have to get adjusted. I have an office in my home. I have a TV in my living room, so I'll probably set up somewhere between both of those spots, uh, make some calls, get my setup, and, and try to make it as uh, as work-friendly as I can for those three those three draft days. All right. Well, my goal with bringing you on was just to kind of ease the minds of Bengals fans who think that the evil dolphins are coming to ruin everything. <laughs> uh, but, no, I, I joked. I said, look, when the when Cleveland Browns drafted Baker Mayfield, was he the best quarterback in the draft that year? No, but he was everything to the Cleveland Browns, and I think that's Joe Burrow this year. It's like, you know, if, if it was Justin Herbert or Tua being projected to go at number one, I think they might be more eager to trade back, but because Joe Burrow's from Ohio and because of how much he means to the state of Ohio, I think he is to the Bengals what, what Baker Mayfield is to the Browns, and I just think it makes complete sense. Uh, but Cameron, I appreciate you coming on and hanging out for a bit. To Cameron Wolf, uh, Dolphins beat writer for ESPN. Cameron, thanks so much. Much appreciated. Absolutely. Y'all have a good one. Take care. All right. Again, that was Cameron Wolf uh, with ESPN hanging out for a little bit. Again, he covers the Dolphins, and uh, I brought him on because, you know, I'm listening to, you know, Working from home, I can't, I'm always flipping through just different shows. I'm listening to different shows in other other cities, other states, just kind of getting a feel for what's out there. And uh, it's not that like it sounds crazy and foolish that the Bengals would entertain the idea of drafting, of taking those three draft picks. But everyone around that I've listened to is talking about that idea that the Bengals would be foolish not to accept the three first round draft picks for Joe Burrow. Uh, so when I thought about that, I thought that's why it'd be a perfect time to bring Cameron on. So I appreciate him hanging out for a bit. If you tuned in late to that, you want to go back and listen to it, Bengals fans, to hear what he had to say about what he's hearing. He covers the Dolphins. He shared his thoughts on, on the on the Dolphins' thought process on where they're at as far as how aggressive they're going to be in targeting Joe Burrow away from the Cincinnati Bengals. We'll be back in a moment. More of the Justin Kinner Show next.